Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode, well, I don't know if I'm going to label this episode. <laughs> um, I might, I don't know. We'll see if I'm going to get away from actually labeling episodes. But at any rate, uh, I am actually on a walk. You might be able to hear me. There's some gravel underneath my feet, and it's actually drizzling right now, so it's a little bit raining. But uh, I just want to give you the perspective of what I'm doing right now. So I'm out for a walk. <clears throat> so if you hear a dog bark or uh, even a rooster or chicken, uh, you know, crow or something like that, then that's where I'm at, baby. I'm in the, I'm actually away from my home right now. And it's actually one of the main reasons why I'm actually doing this uh, episode. I wanted to get a walk in and I wanted to talk to you guys about this right here. So, but hey, if it's your first time actually listening to the Kingdom Success podcast, welcome. Uh, stick around. This is just kind of a journey with me and sharing my life and sharing what I'm learning along the way. And, you know, my goal for you is to help you maximize your kingdom potential for the glory of God and for his kingdom, because that is really what it's all about. I mean, Jesus came back. From the grave, whenever he came back, it says in Acts chapter 2, or Acts chapter 1, I think it is, whichever one, in the very beginning, I think it might be verse 3 or 4, you know, Jesus didn't come back to tell us how he kicked Satan's butt. He didn't come back to tell us how he just, you know, grabbed the, the keys of uh, death and hell and all that stuff. He didn't come to tell us about that. He didn't tell us about how, you know, you have victory over sin and victory over death. He didn't tell us anything. I mean, he literally says he came back talking about the kingdom of God. That's what he came. That's literally after he rose from the dead. That's what he said. You can read it right there in Acts. I'm, I'm telling you. So we're all about the kingdom, all about maximizing your potential in the kingdom. And so that is the purpose of this. And so we're excited about that. Anyway, so. Why, why am I doing this podcast today? Why am I even doing this, you know, while it's still kind of even raining? Well, I read, I was reading a book uh, a little bit ago. Actually, I think it might be two books ago. And I jotted down this quote inside the book that really did just, I guess, give me a, 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 just, a just a perspective or just a thing to always remember to have kind of in my arsenal of tools that would always help me. Uh, the book was actually called Play the Man by Mark Battison, and it's a fantastic book. I think I might have talked about it a couple times in a couple of the uh, episodes, but uh, it, it's really about, you know, fathering young men, 
and raising young men and how to walk your boy uh, through a rite of passage and just, just all the different things he's got in there uh, about it. And it's an excellent book and highly recommend it. But one of the things that he, he talks about in the book and probably is one of the biggest things, you know, because I, I wrote it down, is just such a good thing. It's a, he says in there, change of pace plus change of place equals change of perspective. So let me say that again. Change of pace plus change of place equals change of perspective. So Amy and I, uh, we have, we decided a long time ago that we were going to uh, take time and get away a lot of, um, you know, during the year, just she and I, and where that we might go and attend, a, uh, say, a business conference or some sort of conference or go and get away. Just she and I, maybe on a thing that we're doing right now, we're actually up in Blue Ridge, Georgia in a mountain cabin. I mean, it's not one of these huge ones that's overlooking a valley or something like that. And it's just a quaint little cabin that's on a, a gravel road uh, that we have up here in uh, Blue Ridge. And it's not very far from my home, uh, about two and a half hours away from home. But Amy and I, we knew that we want, we needed to kind of uh, get away a little bit for us as our marriage and, you know, just kind of also kind of reset for she and I in our life and just, you know, have some time, some downtime and relaxation time. So why is that? Why, why, why do we do these things? Well, first off, as the, you know, the formula gives you uh, what he talks about in that book, a change of pace. So, you know, we're, Amy and I, you know, that we've, what happens is, is that our lives, as you know, can get so busy and so uh, just go, 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 move, 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 that you really kind of can lose yourself in the shuffle of life. I mean, I'm just even thinking about Jesus himself. Whenever he actually was anointed and baptized by John the Baptist, Jesus had a change of pace and the change of pl uh, place as well. He went off into the wilderness. And lo and behold, he comes back 40 days later, uh, if you want to call it a changed man. I'm thinking of Paul the Apostle right now. Whenever he uh, got saved, quote unquote, the scales fell from his eyes and Ananias laid hands on him. Well, as you know, he had a change of pace and a change of place that gave him a change of perspective. He went out into the wilderness, it says, for three years. It says he didn't even confer with flesh and blood or anything like that. He just went off into the wilderness by himself. I, we don't know all the things that happened. We do know that what we do know is that what kind of came out of that was a change of perspective for Paul. And that was the gospel of grace that basically makes up 
uh, two-thirds of the New Testament. And so, you know, for, uh, for me, I, Amy and I, over the years, we've done this. I mean, I, I, here's the other thing. I mean, not knowing it, my own uh, mom and dad would do this, not just for vacation purposes, but even for youth group stuff. It just so happens that yesterday we took Tyler Jr., <clears throat> my son, who's a seventh grader, and took him actually to uh, Free Chapel in Gainesville, uh, the main campus, dropped him off. He's got about <clears throat> four of his friends that are with him. But for the next, uh, what is it? three days or whatever it is, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back Monday, Tyler, for the first time in his life, is going over to a youth group camp <laughs> away from, I think they're going up somewhere in the mountains in North Carolina, where it's a young life camp that he is going to, and he is going to experience a change of pace and a change of place, and it's going to give him a new perspective. At least that's what I believe, and that's what I'm declaring over Tyler that will happen. And so, for me, my recommendation, and the other thing, guys, I'll say this right here, you know, because just in my conversations with you guys, this is just kind of how I, how I flow with things, but <clears throat> I want you guys to realize that you don't have to, you can do a, I call it a micro or mini change of, uh, change of pace equals and a change of place. It's going to give you a new perspective, all right? You don't have to go and do what I'm doing right now, per se. But even if you took a mini little change of, play, change of place and change of pace, go to your local park or go... <clears throat> to another part of town that you've never been to or that you've driven by and always been curious about, say, that coffee shop that you've driven past many, many times or you haven't noticed that coffee shop and you just go and sit down in the coffee shop, say, with your Bible and with a notepad and paper and get some change of pace. Slow down. You know, just, it doesn't have to be all day. Do it for, you know, take 30 minutes. Take, you know, set an appointment and go and change where you're at. I can promise you that it will dramatically change who you are, even for that short period of time. Again, when you're in a different place, the place, the environment around you, causes you to observe different things. It stimulates your brain to get you out of the, the treadmill of life, of doing the same thing, going by the same place. I mean, you might you know, have been working for the last you know, four or five years at the same place, and you drive the same route. Well, guess what? Maybe you might want to drive a different route, and during that time, just observe and look around. I mean, even my own children... <laughs> you know, technology has gotten so 
enhanced where that <clears throat> you've got these TV screens that are razor thin that you can mount them in your vehicle. And guess what? You can pop a movie, a DVD inside that automobile and your children are entertained. Well, for me, I've kind of, over the years, I've kind of noticed how that, which is good for my wife and I to be, again, honest, it allows us to talk. But at the same time, it also, you know, keeps our kids quiet and entertained. But at the same time, I sometimes am, I kind of almost cringe because they're entertained so much that they don't stop and look out the window whenever I, because me growing up, we didn't have anything like that. You know, when we went on a long road trip I and mean, all it was is I get to look out the window and that was my entertainment. <laughs> but, you know, along the way, I saw cool things. Along the way, I got to observe different things that were out there in the world that I didn't know about. I remember, man, I remember this just, it was the first time that I went outside of the country. My grandparents uh, took me after, uh, kind of almost as a graduation present uh, they, they invited me to go with them to Israel. I was 18 and I went with my grandparents. I also was kind of the other reason they wanted me to come is because I, I could carry their luggage <laughs> everywhere. Cause we, they knew we were going to be going from place to place and moving all around. Well, just even that right there, when I, obviously I, I was in a different place. And it was a different pace as well uh, of just observing the culture of Israel. And when I came back, I mean, I had a new perspective on, man, I really do appreciate America. I really do appreciate where I'm at in this land that we live. I, I appreciated Israel. I appreciated what, it, what, that, uh, what that land had produced as far as people and God's, uh, God's um, anointed people. But at the same time, man, it really changed me. I mean, I just, I just, I thought about another example where that I actually went. So I think I was a senior in high school and uh, I was, I was part of a program in high school where that you can actually help um, the, um, I guess uh, the, you know, the special Olympics. And I got involved with that. And at that time, the special Olympics was, you actually went down to, uh, in Georgia, you went to Emory University, and you actually stayed uh, for two nights actually in the dorms at Emory University uh, over that you know, couple days. And you had uh, you know, these athletes that were competing all across Georgia, and you were actually responsible for, I think I had two, two young, uh, young men, both of them I think had Down syndrome, but I was responsible for both of them. And man, I went through that whole entire experience. Again, change of place, change of pace, and it gave me a new perspective. And I never will forget it, just like it was yesterday. I remember getting off the bus. Uh, we got back in Lawrenceville, Georgia. And I remember getting in my uh, automobile, whatever car I had at the time, I don't even remember. I remember getting in that, and I just remember... God, I just remember it was like yesterday, guys. 
I remember bawling like a baby, just crying about the experience I just had right there. But on top of that, you know, these, these um, young people and these, you know, the athletes that I, that I was around that had this just zeal for life that they never were upset. They always were happy whether they won or lost. I mean, they were just excited to be there. They excited to compete. I mean, and most of all, they were excited about the dance that they were going to have on Saturday night. And it, it moved me to tears, that experience, and it changed me to appreciate life and what I had and what I was blessed with and to value everybody that might come my way. And I, you know, gang, maybe this might be hitting you at a certain time. This is why I said I wasn't going to give this an actual, uh, you know, number because I don't know when I'm going to release this episode. I really don't. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit kind of lead me in releasing this episode. But what I am going to tell you is maybe this might be a prophetic thing for you where that you need to have a change of place for a change and plus a change of pace and to give you a change of perspective because it is powerful powerful i mean in that book that i was talking about play the man one of the things that he talks about in the book about and the reason why he brings this concept up is because when he goes through the process of what to do and how to do things with your son as far as rite of passage, he recommends you actually taking your boy as he's grown to be a young man and go to a place, go to an area that's going to give him a change of pace and change of place to give him a new perspective so that he actually can get a grasp of this. He probably won't realize it, you know, that what, what's going on that's going to happen to him, but he will get a change of perspective because it's going it, it to, it just, it just happens. It just happens. I mean, I, I'm even thinking about <laughs> Moses and how that Moses sure did have a change of pace and change of place as well. Whenever he uh, went into the desert and became a, I guess, a sheep herder at that time from being in the palace where he was raised. And at age 40, he leaves Egypt and goes into the desert. I mean, again, change of place, change of pace, change of perspective. These are, these are moments in life, guys. These are times in life where you actually can slow down long enough to gain a whole new perspective on life and on <clears throat> what God can do in your life. Definitely take a journal. Take your Bible. Take a good book with you if you go and you know find a little place. Again, it doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, I, I'm just even thinking about, I just remember a gentleman, great man of God, Jerry Savelle. He says that he... Uh, he had some, he needed to get away and he was having some pressure with his ministry. 
and he just went to a room. To, he rented a room. He told his wife and his, his wife, he says, hey, I, I'm just going down the street or wherever it was, down the street to the, you know, uh, whatever it was, Holiday Inn, and I'll be there for the next two nights. I don't know if it was two nights. It might have been one night. I have no idea. But again, change of pace, change of place, change of perspective. And he said all he brought with him was his Bible and a notepad and a pen. That's all he brought. Because he needed to hear from the Lord about a situation going on in his ministry. I remember Kenneth Copeland him talking about this. He said that he had a situation arise in his ministry where that they were literally, I think it was $6 million behind it. I don't know if it was that. I don't know if it's $2 million. I, I don't remember the number. I know it was over a million. And he had this issue going on in his ministry where he was behind in his TV, uh, uh, basically the TV bill had been racking up and he did not, he didn't know what to do. And so I know they have, um, I think it might be because of uh, Sister Gloria, I don't know, uh, but has <clears throat> their parents had a little mountain or a little cabin in on a lake or something like that in Oklahoma. <clears throat> and so Kenneth left for two days or three days, whatever it was, to pray, get before the Lord, and find out what was going on. And the Lord basically shared with him that this is just what what the Lord shared with Kenneth, okay? That he was he needed to start giving um, 10% of the <clears throat> income coming in for the ministry. He needed to give that. And lo and behold, he came back with that that word from the Lord that he got. And I think it was six months later, they were back in the back in the black. They weren't in the red anymore with that TV bill. It was in the millions of dollars. Okay? So, kingdom of success. I mean, this is just what I'm what I wanted to share with you guys. I mean, I'm on this little uh, trail right here talking to you, and I'm in a different place, and I'm got a different pace going on. And I know I'm going to come out a different perspective, and I'm thankful for that. I just want to share that with you, that concept. I encourage you to do that in your life. Gang, know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, the spirit of breakthroughs upon you, and gang, we'll catch you on the other side.